the other side of midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. Happy St. Patrick's Day. May the luck of the Irish smile upon you. And it's an even happier St. Patrick's Day than usual because it's Friday. Happy Friday to you. And you know what that means for us. That means ask Frank anything. I will tackle your questions on any subject for the next hour. And if you call 800-848-WABC, that's 800-848-9222. 22. Not only will you get to ask me a question, but whomever comes up with the best question will have an opportunity to win a prize. I think it's a hat or a mug or something we're giving away. Something from the WABC radio store. Hey, if you go to WABCRadioStore.com, you can check out John Katsimatidi's book and get a signed copy. It is now in the top 10 in the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. So a lot of people are buying this book. Hopefully, you'll be among them. Additionally, this is the last day that I'll be able to tell you about the WABC St. Patrick's Day merchandise that you can get, our exclusive St. Patrick's Day merchandise collection. You can celebrate in style with our green-themed hats, t-shirts, glasses, and a whole lot more. Whether you're heading to the parade or just enjoying a pint with friends, our collection has got you covered. Don't miss out on this limited-time offer. Visit WABCRadioStore.com and grab your St. Patty's Day gear before it's gone. And whatever you order on there, whether you're ordering Frank Morano merchandise, whether you're ordering John's book, or whether you're ordering anything having to do with the St. Patrick's Day merchandise that we're offering for a limited time, please make sure you use the discount code FRANK15. Not only will you save some money, I believe it's 15%, but it'll let the folks here at the radio station know that you heard about it on our show and that you're responding to our ad. Ask Frank anything in just a moment. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. So yesterday, my brother Alexander came over. Occasionally, he'll do these work-from-home days. He works primarily from home. He'll do these work-from-home days from our house so that uh, he could spend time with Carmine and Rachel and me. And more so, he's uh, getting ready for a ping-pong tournament, so he wanted to practice ping-pong with me a little bit. And he's much better than I am, so I was eager to play with him a little bit to sort of improve my skills. So I'm not sure how it came up. I don't know if we were discussing St. Patrick's Day or parades or holidays or transportation, but Alex said to me, and I thought this was such a common sense solution, and I was embarrassed that I'd never thought of this myself. Alex said to me, why don't they just have all parades on the weekend? And I have to tell you, that struck me as such a good idea. Unless it's a a day where it's a holiday and most people are off from work, something like Thanksgiving or Labor Day or Memorial Day, but just a random Friday that St. Patrick's Day falls on, what about just doing it on Saturday or Sunday? Think about the disruption to traffic. Think about the disruption to businesses. Think about 
the disruption to people's work schedules by closing down streets like Fifth Avenue in the middle of a workday. Why do that? Why not just do it on a weekend when presumably fewer people are working? Now, I'm sure there is a good answer to this, but I don't see any reason why parades like the St. Patrick's Day Parade, the Puerto Rican Day Parade, the Israeli Independence Day Parade, whatever the parade may be, I don't see any reason why they shouldn't be on weekends or holidays. To me, struck me as a common sense solution that if I'm ever mayor, it's first on my list. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. I've spoken before on this program about what a disaster the forthcoming proposal or proposals for congestion pricing will be, not just for those of us that live in the outer boroughs, not just for New Jersey residents, but for almost everybody except for the people that are going to get a new revenue source, namely the MTA, because of congestion pricing. I think it's going to be a disaster. That's why I was very pleased this week that there was a new bipartisan, bi-state Congressional caucus formed vowing to fight New York's congestion pricing plan. The state's congestion pricing plan is facing increased opposition in Washington. Now you have Congressman Josh Gottheimer, a Democrat from New Jersey, Republican Congressman from New Jersey, Tom Kane Jr., Republican Congressman from New York, Nicole Maliotakis, and Republican Congressman from New York, Michael Lawler. They are forming this caucus to oppose congestion pricing as the Biden administration decides whether or not to greenlight this new tolling system, which the MTA says is crucial to funding their $55 billion capital plan. State transit leaders had said they expected to get a final answer from Washington by the end of 2022, but obviously that didn't happen. They're still waiting for a determination by the Federal Highway Administration. The new anti-congestion tax caucus is calling on the Federal Highway Administration to reject the MTA's environmental assessment of the plan. Instead, they want the agency to compile an environmental impact statement, which typically takes years to complete. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, who bitterly opposes congestion pricing, has similarly called for the fuller study. The environmental assessment looked at seven different tolling scenarios, ranging from $9 to $23 for passenger vehicles and between $12 and $82 for trucks. And it found that the plan would achieve the main objective of reducing traffic into central Manhattan by as much as 20% for personal vehicles and 80% for trucks but most scenarios were projected to generate a billion dollars in annual revenue for the MTA's capital plan, which is what this is all about. Let's face it. This is not about reducing traffic. It's a cash grab. I'm wishing this bipartisan caucus the best of luck. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. I'll tell you, if it's not one thing, it's another with Mayor Adams. Mayor Adams' inaugural committee... His transition team that was doing the fundraising for his transition and his inauguration apparently accepted $15,000, $15,600 to be precise, in prohibited donations. Now, the campaign finance board had a big hearing on this Wednesday, but the Adams campaign has been able to dodge 
fines for now because lawyers for the Adams campaign begged the CFB, the Campaign Finance Board, for the opportunity to allow them to submit additional information as part of its defense. Now, the chairman of the CFB and the other members of the Campaign Finance Board, they were saying, wait, it's no one ever submits documentation this late. We're about to make our decision. But sure enough, they cut him a break and didn't issue fines right away. I have to tell you, this is pretty alarming for a few reasons. The fact that his inaugural committee accepted more than $15,000 in prohibited donations from individuals with business before the city is one cause for concern. What did these donors expect to get in return? And what did these donors get in return for cozying up? to Mayor Adams. That's what I'd like to know. There's a reason these rules about not accepting contributions from people with business before the city exist. And the Adams campaign, actually the Adams transition team, completely ignored them. Two, why do you need to have these big, elaborate inaugurations? And this is not just an Adams issue. This is an everybody issue. Why do you need to have these big, elaborate inaugurations that you raise all this money for? Why not just do a simple reading outside City Hall, invite your family, invite the press, invite a couple of politicians? It doesn't have to be this big, grandiose affair that you need to raise millions of dollars for. What's the point? It's such a waste. I can think of a lot of other uses for that money. Beam me up. To be continued.